Welcome, everybody, to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. I'm Thomas Aaronsburg. And I'm Catherine Aaronsburg. And today we're going to do a New Year's episode. Uh, we'll kind of break this up into two main parts. The first part, we will review what happened uh, this past year, 2020, and then a little bit of looking ahead into 2021. So, Our hopes and dreams for the New Year's that at the end of the new year at the end of 2021 we can look back and see how many of those dreams yes. actually well came if, true. if anything's like this year then none of them <laughs> will probably have come true because as everybody is dealing with the top story of the year is coronavirus and how it completely turned our world upside down as i'm sure everybody that's listening to this is probably saying the same thing it changed everything but it didn't change it the way that i thought it was going to change it i can tell well, you that much i, I think for for what you do with your business, I think it, in a, in a lot of ways, it helped you out. Yeah. Uh, whereas, as arbitrary as the rules were for who's essential workers and who's not, apparently I'm an essential worker just because I'm involved right. in construction. Right. And so um, I was able to stay on and work, and miraculously, more and more and more people called over well, the entire year. And we, we kind of, I kind of help you with your business a little, so taking a little aside, Catherine completely started her business on her own 100% with really no help of me as far as I know maybe I helped you edit video at the very beginning there was no very there's no video at the very beginning well, yeah you're right <laughs> whenever you started beginning. doing video yeah. I guess maybe that's when I started that helping out a four, little four or five years ago was video but now I kind of just help you with your um strategizing maybe we you always do the end of the year look back and we go through all of my, who I had for clients, what services they provided, and how we can shift that for the new year um, right. according to numbers. You're like a numbers guy. Analyzing. So in our, in our sort of our mid-year strategy, we were talking about how much more business you had, and it was probably because of coronavirus. Oh, absolutely. I don't think it's because of anything else, um, which makes me nervous for 2021 if we're looking forward and looking back. It makes me nervous for 2021 because if it was coronavirus – I don't want coronavirus to stay around. Right. I don't want the pandemic to stay around. But it was very good for business as far as everybody was staying home. They were looking around going, what can I improve around here? We're going to be here a while. Why don't I? Why don't we go ahead and do that project that we thought we were going to do? Why don't we uh, spend the money that we were going to spend to go on a vacation and now we can't go? Mm -hmm. We're going to spend that money. Um, so there's a lot of different factors. Or, and, you know, another case, it was like, I haven't gotten a chance to get around to doing this project and now I'm here and I'm like going down my list of things to do. So those were the three categories of people that were calling me. Um, but, you know, it, I did all these things to compensate for the fact that I had extra business. I hired a, an assistant this year. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of things this year to take care of the fact that I had so much extra business. But then what's going to happen in 2021 when the pandemic is pat, we're you know it's all gone hopefully, and people are no longer doing projects or um, you know building has gotten so expensive now that maybe they don't have they're going to hold on until it goes down a little bit before they do something. So I, I just feel like every year is a big unknown. You can project and you can make plans all you want, right. but I thought for sure that when coronavirus came in and I heard what was going on, we're going to be shutting down and all this. I thought for sure that everybody was going to. Lock up tight with their money, stay home, and just hold on until it was over. Yeah, because a lot of people couldn't work. So you just assumed, as I did too, that, well, if you're not working, you're not getting paid. And if you're not getting paid, you're, you're not, yeah, you know, you're not spending all money. All these savings that we might have, we're going to hang on to them. I'm not going to go hire a, but a that's designer to But that's 100% opposite of what happened. Right. It went the complete opposite way. 
And I will say that most of my clients, the people who can afford landscape plans and things like that, I mean, it's, it's not an essential item. So the people who are affording those things were people, professional, um, you know, level people, doctors, lawyers, things like that. They're still working. Right. Some of them might be working from home. Sure. Engineers, they might be working from home, but they're still working. Right. Um, I don't have a large number of like restaurant workers or that type um you know, that type of field. Like the hourly. Yeah, those are not usually my clients. Right. And so I didn't think of all that stuff. I mean, there's just, there was just a lot of things that I couldn't even imagine were going to happen that did. So. So it's been really good for your business, but. Sure. On my side of things, I'm a teacher and it's been really bad for my business. Yeah. Not that we, <laughs> we stopped business. teaching. We had to keep teaching, but uh, just the way that I've been teaching for the last 12 years, completely thrown out the window. And just we had to we had to and just extremely stressful redo everything so much stress for learning. It was all stuff that I think your school was moving toward as far as the technology was. I concerned. think education in general was moving in that direction. Technology had had grown so quickly, and and it had revolutionized seemingly every industry except for education. Yeah, I mean we were we have teachers that still do everything on the board, mm-hmm. everything you know, like writing everything out on the board. And, Kids with y'all have the pencil. options. Your school gives you the options, but right. it wasn't ever mandatory. But the technology's there at our at our school. It's there, and I know every you know every school's different. But at our school, it's there. All the teachers have iPads. We now all have laptops. And I remember thinking at the time, like, why are we doing all? You know, back when the year started, the school year started last fall, they were handing out all the teachers a laptop. We already had an iPad and everything. Like this is kind of maybe Excessive. not a waste, but yeah, it's like most a lot of the teachers at our school have probably been working like me 15 plus years. We're kind of set in our way of doing things. And I incorporate some technology in my classroom, but not, I'm not full on technology, but I could have been. And so when all of this happened and they sent all the teachers home and they sent all the students home, it it kind of forced your hand. You had to be. And I remember, you know, we were told, and I don't remember the exact dates, but we were told kind of the week leading up to it, hey, you know, y'all need to be ready to start doing some things virtually because we might shut down for a week mm-hmm. or two. Mm-hmm. That's what we were told. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I already did some stuff online, you know, like you could get access to my homework and the book and certain things online. I'm going to just have to do a little bit more and it only has to hold on for a couple weeks is what I thought, which I think is probably what everybody I thought. I think that's everybody. They were like, if I can just hold on for another week, and then another week. Right. And then when you found out. And it out. was just full-on change. And, and, and I, I, at first, I was like, I could do this. I could <laughs> I could teach the kids all. Four of our kids were home. I was teaching them. Yeah. On top of teaching my five classes. And then we got till about April, end of April. But my, you know, in, in the meantime, we're dealing with the grade school teachers who don't know right. technology either. And so their school is a little behind ours in terms of technology. They're, you know, they're a smaller school. And they don't really know what to do. And so we're trying to. Right. They didn't have the infrastructure like set. we did. All of, so at my school, all the students have an iPad, all the teachers have an iPad, and now all the teachers have laptops. So it it was very seemed, easy, yeah. very seamless almost. If you had set things up, it could have been a very seamless If you had set things up, and not, those things were not mandatory. Right. Anyway, all that being said, I mean, that's a long it way was around not, to say. It was not for for our children because their school doesn't have those things in place. Not yeah. to mention, how do you teach a first grader virtually? Yeah. 
it's it's not ideal and everybody knows that i mean we're not yeah we're saying something that everybody already knows it's it's been been a very unideal year um it has but you know in the grand scheme of things we've been extremely lucky um for neither one of us to have been out of jobs right and um to survive this with relative normalcy i think um yeah given, it, given there was the you know your new your new phrase that you love so much the new normal Oh God, I hate that phrase <laughs> so much. There was a new normal that we Get had to here. figure out. I forgot that phrase even existed until you just said there, that. So there are probably three or four phrases that were all together. on this together or something like that. <laughs> together, it was always like that. That was like something the, together. Together was it's always its to, own sentence. Alone together, yeah, or something. Stay at home together or whatever. Um, no, but it was always like we're all in this. Period. Like, I can see the script for all the commercials. Right. I can see all of them where it was like, and then you look at the camera and you say, and we're all in this. Pause. Together. Pause. Like, get, y'all need to hire some new people <laughs> for the creative, in the creative area of your life because yeah. it's not good. Anyway, so that's what happened in 2020. Business was good. Uh, school was school a disaster. Yeah. Dis- it was a disaster in the spring, which we all know. It was an absolute know. disaster in the spring, but. I think most most schools spent their summer wisely and got things together and put things in place so that in the fall, I'll say when we came back in the fall, there was a full expectation that we're just here for a week or so to get everyone oh, situated. Oh, I thought for sure y'all were going to shut down. And then we're going to shut back down. Yeah. And that didn't happen. We we went the full whole semester. semester, just concluded this past week. And I don't um, know if anybody in their school had coronavirus at all. At Maybe our one school? case. No, at, at our the children's kid, school. At the kids' school. I think I'm they thinking. did, and so every so often you'd get these emails. It was it was always a contact tracing thing. Right. I think where it's like someone who knew somebody was had it, but our oh, kids. Oh yeah, I don't know if any. Actual I don't know if anyone actually had. or teachers. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. So anyway, so we were very fortunate this fall to get through the semester, and hopefully, when we come back in the spring, we'll be able to get through again. They've already canceled Mardi Gras though, so. Do you think they could uncancel it once the vaccine? They've got the vaccine now. Uh, that's that's something I do want to discuss, but we'll take a quick break and we'll talk about 2021 when we come back. Welcome back to the Building Aaronsburg podcast. We were concluding our discussion of the 2020 coronavirus year and everything else terrible that went happened this past year and uh, By the we're way, gonna move can, forward into 2021 before we go to 2021 we are recording this um before christmas in 2020 yes. so i just want to say we had an amazing christmas <laughs> even though we haven't had it yet it was awesome <laughs> the kids loved all their gifts they were excited very my stress, gracious they just oh they loved the gifts they were so thankful to receive a shirt yes and a pair of shoes. And only open one gift. Yep. That they were, one day. They were so thankful. And um, also, I was stress-free. We all know that's awesome a Awesome Christmas. Okay. Good Christmas. Let's move on to 2021. So, on to 2021. <laughs> Let's first talk some business. What are we expecting oh. from the old Catherine Aaronsburg? Um, Well, one uh, big thing is that we're going to be streaming on Pure Flix next year oh, yeah. in 2021. Um, which has been almost a year in the making. I think they contacted me back in April. They'll be streaming 
seasons four, five, and six of Simple Honest Design. So I'm not making any new content for them, but they'll be streaming the content that a lot of people who are listening right now have already seen. Um, but You're already on like Amazon and Yeah, I'm on Amazon. Amazon right. I'm on Amazon Prime Video. Um, I'm on YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. Instagram, all those places. Um, and several of those, I do get um, income from being on those right. those platforms, Amazon and YouTube specifically. Um, but Pure Flix came to me and wanted to stream those seasons as well. And it's just another outlet. A, yes, I'm getting paid, a, you know, not a ton. This is not like a movie deal. So the money is not the exciting part of the right. Pure Flix deal. It's the niche market of eyeballs that I'm yeah. getting that may or may not have ever seen um, me before in these other platforms because Pure Flix is like a Christian-based, um, a very like G-rated, like you can feel okay with your kids turning on the TV and just flipping to Pure Flix and you not having to be in the room to help them choose. They can watch anything on right. there and you feel like comfortable that they're going to not see anything bad. And so I'm proud to be on there for that reason. Yeah, that's definitely a different audience than the, than the YouTube very, audience. Yes, very different audience, which is great. It's, yeah. it's great to be in different um, areas that don't necessarily overlap with the audience I already have because then other things can grow because maybe those people will come over to Instagram or Facebook, you know, those type places. it's not necessarily more eyes. It's just different eyes. Different different and more eyes. Both. Okay. They're both. So that's happening um, in January for the business, and that'll take some time to get, you know, it'll take some time to see how that might affect things. It'll take time. I'm I'm expecting to see things probably by, like, June. Because right. all this stuff is always such a long road to get to. In the third quarter? In the third quarter, as they say. I'm learning new things. Yes, we are. Um, and then other things for the business. Of course, I've got a new assistant who started at the beginning of November. So she has been here the last two months, but mm-hmm. not really getting scooting until probably the new year with some real changes. So um, she's going to enable me to have my hands a little more free to design. She'll be doing some, like, the dreams that I have. Like, she'll be able to work on those to, like, Right. Find sponsors or, you know, call people or whatever. The stuff that I don't have time to get to because I should be well, designing. It's not just, you know, we've talked about this too. It's not something that you just don't have time for. Some of it you're just not comfortable doing either. Yeah. So it's a lot easier to hand it off to someone else that is more comfortable doing it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's really good at it. Ultimately, she's know. freeing my brain. Right. In a lot of ways, which is good. So uh, that's what's happening. And um, I will say that. I mean, other than that, as I've said in podcasts before, I don't do a lot of specific planning. I plan from quarter to quarter. So I have some goals for the first quarter. Um, and then if those happen, then you readjust and you plan for the sure. second quarter. I think it's kind of silly for me to, you know, plan for the whole year. Maybe some maybe some income goals for the whole year, like a percentage higher than I made this year. Right. Which is also nerve-wracking because is 2021 going to be as good as 2020? Um, if coronavirus is no longer if around. it's no longer here, if that's not a factor and right. people aren't staying home anymore, I mean, I hope it is, but you yeah, just but don't you know. also do wonder how much uh, that you know the coronavirus and people being home, how much it's really changed their mindset about what they do with their free time. I hope it has. That's been that's been my you know not preachy. I touch on it quite a bit. That I want. I mean, part of the reason I do what I do is that I want people to want to be home. Because a lot of people up until now didn't love being home. So they started to make their home somewhere they wanted to be. Right. And so hopefully now that they've done that, they want to continue to improve. But you just never know. Right. I cannot or get into psychology. Or even if they don't improve, maybe they go to a friend's house like, man, I really love this outdoor space. I wish I had one of my own. Who did you hire? Well, that's more of a referral thing. Anyway, sure. so that's what's happening with the business All right. in 2021. Well, then on the other side of things with me and Scoo... <laughs> 
Going back to school. I used to have, the reason I say it like that, is when we lived in California, we had this, <laughs> like this mean old lady. I don't remember <laughs> her name. It'll come back to me, I'm sure, at some point. But whenever you were messing around, she'd always yell that, you want to stay after school? <laughs> like, school. That, that was enough to. I don't want to stay after school. Was she from Alabama? Because that sounds like no, a this very is in southern California. thing. Yeah, I, I know, know. but. <laughs> I know. Like, now that, now that I live in Alabama, this yeah. was in San Francisco. And yes, I mean, the next thing I would expect her to say is like, I'm going to take you out back and get a switch. You can pick your own switch. <laughs> I'm going to take you out back. Yeah, no, you would have thought that's something you would have heard around here. But <laughs> oh, well, I heard, like, wow, no, what you just said, I for sure heard around here. Yeah. So that was enough to keep you heading in keep the right straight. direction. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to upset the school. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, uh, I, mean, I don't think things are going to change a whole lot. I think we'll be able to stay in. And if not, you know, even if we had to go virtual for a little while, mentally, I feel like I'm in a better space for that. Yeah. So. I think we all, during 2020, learned, well, you were supposed to start learning to basically the unexpected. You're supposed to be okay with the unexpected. Right. But I never really became okay with it until probably, like, December. I finally was like, you know what? Whatever. Just. This, this is. This is the new normal. Oh, God. Stop. <laughs> Stop. I hate it so much. You know that people are going to start commenting on all my, my photos now. New normal yeah. just to irritate me. It is what it is. Ugh. Is that another one? Is what it is? No, it is when no. people say people okay. say I knew that that what it is, is it <laughs> what it is, is it is what it is. <laughs> There's a lot of is's in there. Okay, so what else one. what else is being already uh cut off for So other things changing this year in our area, Mardi Gras. Huge sold. By the way, we are the birthplace of Mardi Gras. Don't let people Mobile. in New Orleans. We're in Mobile, not New Orleans. Yeah, we're in Mobile. Um so far it's been canceled. I wonder if that will change with the the vaccine. Well, I, I wonder also to what degree they're canceling stuff. They're not. I mean, they're, they're not, not parading. They're not parading. They're and not to me, that's everything. Doing the balls. I no. don't know. I think the people that are in the organizations like we can do without the parade this year as long as we still have. That's cute the for the people in the organizations, but right. the pri- the majority the of, of people go right. to parades, and people come from out of town to go to parades. Yeah, I mean, for the city, obviously, you want the parades more than you want the balls. Yeah, because that's what draws people in. Festival um, of Flowers is one that I'm always involved in every year. That's a flower show here in Mobile. Has that canceled, though? They've changed it. It's a little changed. It'll be a okay. little little revised, and it's going to be still fun if they still have it. It's still a a crowd event, but it's outside. There's no tents this year, and um, it'll be a nighttime event instead of a daytime event. So it Is could, it going to be a three-day event? Like I don't think so. Been. I think it's going to be shorter, too. There's a lot of things that are going to change about it, I think. Okay. So but that they be- haven't made any formal announcements about I probably shouldn't be announcing any of this, honestly. I don't know what they've announced. Okay. But I think it's I think it's safe to say that it has changed to mm-hmm. where they they could do it unless there's some dramatic shutdown again, which I don't think after the after the um vaccination that that's probably going to happen. So I think they'll they'll be able to have it. Okay. Aside from Mardi Gras, I think that's about as far as we want to pretend to plan out. As far as what, you know, how 2021 is going to work. Well, because if we try to do what we did in 2020, which was, it's just going to be a couple weeks. Oh, Lord. A month. Here we are in December. It's December, right. It's a year. So no one knows. No one knows what 2021 has in store for us. We'll just have to. We just hope that it is an increase of whatever we had in 2020 in all the good things, but not in the bad things. All right. Well, we'll 
go to break from here. When we come back, we'll have a question from one of our viewers. Welcome back, everybody. We will take a question from one of our viewers. And this week, I'm going to ask the question so that Catherine gets to answer first. I talk so much on this podcast, though. I feel like I'm always the one answering. You do talk more. I, I do actually want to do like some analysis. That's our life, though. On how much you talk versus I talk on this thing. I have to say, the fact that people even hear you talking at all is some sort of, like, people are That's like, true. oh my gosh, this is what Thomas sounds like. That's true. Just introducing the show, they're like, that's more I've heard him say <laughs> ever. So I think it's probably pretty equal to real life. It is. I would agree with that. Anyway, what's the question? All right, here's the question. Okay. What was your greatest failure in construction? Probably the time that you and your brother, who's now a priest, and one of your best friends went under our house to catch a rat with firecrackers. Okay. That was stupid and a failure. <laughs> that was the stupidest thing. The rest of the things we knew we didn't know to not do... You should have known better. Let me better. say, we took Did all of go- the proper safety precautions. No, you didn't. You were lighting firecrackers <laughs> underneath a hundred-year-old house with completely dried lumber setting fire. We had a hose charged and ready. We had a BB gun in case the rat did come out and tried to attack us. <laughs> Everything was thought through. No. We, we had a firecracker man, and they were not firecrackers. <laughs> they were bottle rockets because we had... <laughs> They had to shoot down into the hole. That was the worst. But that wasn't a failure. That was, I would say that was a success. No, are idiots. No. No, because you didn't kill the rat. Well, you I did don't not think kill that the rat. rat was actually in there. Okay, so the story is that over the time that we lived in this, our last house, which was a hundred-year-old house, a little bungalow built from the Sears catalog in 1925, um, we'd had several rats killed so midtown mobile is old time sewer system like they live in the it's gross they're in rats are just a given living there there's not there's nothing to do with cleanliness or anything else it's just part of living in midtown so we lived down there and several times over the years three i believe rats died in the front wall of our house mm-hmm. like why do they keep dying in the same spot i don't understand it it was a nice it was, it was a good nesting spot for them it was safe because of where it was, it was warm, between whatever we didn't do much investigating i would just we would just like wait it out until it stopped smelling bad basically right. over time put that and so activated f- charcoal yeah <laughs> we put activated charcoal <laughs> by the front door and was just like soak it up charcoal let's hope it doesn't Continue to smell like rat for too much longer. Right. It would get hot. Like the front porch would get hot yes. with the sun in the afternoon. Oh, yeah. It was just like, the, our mm. kids our kids to this day still know what a dead rat they smells like. They know what a dead like. rat smells. Mm, what smells like a dead rat in here? <laughs> so I think at one point we had a live rat. And we knew it was in that same spot. And we're like, oh my gosh. It's we going. could hear it scratching around in there. And we're like, oh my gosh. It's, it's either nesting in there or it's going there to die like all the other rats. Right. Like we were trying to prevent it before it got bad. And so... Y'all decided that you were going to go under the house and try to investigate, which you did. I think you went under there and you investigated. You're like, oh, my gosh, I drilled a hole. I can see the fur. It's in there. Right. Here's what I'll do. I'll go and get two other stooges, and we will get leftover firecrackers that were probably 10 years old. And You always got to have firecrackers handy. You just never know. You you really, I mean, your Home Alone (laughs) reference was not wrong a few episodes (laughs) ago because that's how you sometimes live your life. So 
They get underneath the house in a very confined area. I was like, you guys, if this thing comes crawling out of that hole, what are you going to do? Well, that's what the BB gun is for. Guys, no. Three men underneath a house with zero crawl space and a BB gun and firecrackers. Like, it's just... And a water hose in the event... We really weren't worried that the house would catch on fire. Immediately, we thought maybe if the rat's fur catches on fire. This is so ridiculous. Anyway. It was thought out. That was the dumbest thing I think you guys have ever done. But that doesn't really answer the person's question. So I'll let you answer the question, what you think is our worst. Because we've done the same houses. We both have the same failures. So <laughs> as far as the houses are concerned. Well, I would say my my biggest construction failure it actually has not been on one of the houses that we've owned. It had to have been on the cool room. Oh. And that... But you didn't know it at the time. I didn't, but looking back, I mean, the example that, like, to this day, whenever I think of a major failure, is the electrical in that in but, that room. But I don't know that either one of us have ever done anything to where it, like, fell down and injured somebody. Not that kind of failure. Not utter and complete no, failure. No, yeah, I don't think we've ever... I mean, the only thing is I have a history of rigging things together. Mm, yeah. And when we were kids, our basketball goal fell over one time. We lowered it so we could dunk on it, and we were dunking <laughs> on it, and it fell down. Mind you, Thomas is five foot six, and right. all of his brothers are about the same size. So we it had, had to, to really it. get lowered. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> anyway, it broke. And, yeah, you know, my parents weren't going to buy us a new one. It's like, that was the one you had. It broke. Better too take bad care of it, Buster. So we would go and just like find things, like maybe we could. So we found this sleeve that you would use for like a chimney stack, and we like put the, clay, the sleeve. Like a no, clay it wasn't pipe. clay. It was like aluminum. It was not gonna hold it, but we we used that at first, uh-huh. so we at least got it stood back up. Uh-huh. But it was still kind of leaning, so we got a hose tied it to the back, and then climbed on top of, this is above the cool room, above my parents' garage, tied it to that big oak tree that used to be back there. Mm -hmm. So there was the hose holding it from the top. I do remember that. And then we had the... So you guys never thought to just take the backboard off of the thing and uh, screw it to the roof line of the cool room? That just crossed my mind now (laughs) as an option. (laughs) Gosh. I do think, actually, I, I do think we first pushed it up against the garage as much as we could, and we, like, strapped it to the wall or something, and then that wasn't enough, and so we found the chimney piece. But did it stay up? Until, you know, maybe a year or so. It, it yeah, I mean, we were able to play on the goal. So that's another thing about failure. So I've had this discussion with my friend a thousand and one times about what the definition of failure is. Right. Is failure just a setback or is failure utter failure? Like when we were saying, you know, biggest building failure, I'm thinking like something falls down on you. Right. Because it doesn't work. You try to fix it and then it doesn't work. I feel like I've had stuff like that happen to me before. But you can't think of it right now. I mean, not off the top of my head. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good... There's, I have a, a poster in my classroom. Of you know, every you teacher, <laughs> teacher's got to have quotes. Come on now. Yeah, hit us with some of your um, math quotes. This is not a math quote. Okay, well, just hit time. us with some of your poster quotes. The quote says, failing is not failure. So in other mm. words, like you can fail at something, but if you keep trying, you're not a failure. Mm. You're a failure when you stop trying. It. Mm, interesting. So in in that regard, 
I would say we've never failed. <laughs> we just keep on we trying. We have a zero failure record as of now. Didn't the house, the cool room didn't burn down despite putting breakers that were way too big for the wire. And we just, and since then, I've completely rewired the, our old house. Or at least you I've realized done a lot it was of wiring wrong. here. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's. That's part of right. failing that's why forward. It was, that was say. a fail, but it wasn't failure. I so guess. maybe maybe those failures are called learning experiences. That's probably a better word. Yeah. <laughs> At least it makes it sound like you're you're heading in the positive direction. Yeah. It wasn't like we're down. done. Yeah. Yeah, I guess in that I'm sure I've had failures. I mean, we cut down that tree after the hurricane and it oh, almost took me out. That actually yeah. <laughs> that is for sure your most recent failure. But that was so Thomas and his dad were in their backyard, which, by the way, you know a man with a chainsaw, especially if they get a new chainsaw. They have to cut something down. And y'all had probably just gotten a new chainsaw. I don't even know. We probably just repaired the, the old oh, one. Oh, gosh. Anyway, so the hurricane, was it Sally? Whatever hurricane had knocked down one of his parents' trees, but maybe not completely. It broke it about halfway up. So, so we had to take the rest of it down. Right. So the night before... Or maybe that same day that you went to your it was dad's earlier house. That day that you went to your dad's house to cut down this tree. We were watching the news, where of course they're like twenty four seven hurricane recovery mode, and you know videotaping everybody and every down tree in the town because that's the most sensational thing they can find. And these people are they're recording these people outside their house cutting down a tree. Mm-hmm. And Thomas is like, "Oh, look at those idiots! Never do something like that. That's the dumbest thing you can do." Well, Thomas goes off to his dad's house, yes, comes spell- back cutting down a tree. Is about one of the only things that I will always leave to professional. Except, Except this, one, this time. one time. Oh, gosh. So then like eight hours later, he comes home. He brought all the kids with him. He's at his dad's house. They're over there with a chainsaw cutting down a tree. He comes home like eight hours later and doesn't say anything. And the kids have to tell me that he basically nearly killed himself doing exactly what he said that those idiots were doing on TV, <laughs> cutting down a, t- a tree. And he lifts up his shirt and he has like a gash in his side. And you had to put ice on your shoulder because yep. it was so sore. Y'all just can't help yourselves. It's We knew where the tree was going to fall. We didn't expect it to pivot, which is what makes it so dangerous. I mean, those of things are so heavy. Of course, that's what makes it so dangerous. That, but it also, you know that. You know that trees right. don't do expected things when you got to right. cut them down. And you watch somebody else do it. What is wrong with humans? Well, we took all the, we, we thought we took all the precautions. We pulled so did, it. So we did cut these it. people on And the here's TV. the thing. Here's really the dumbest part. Is I told my dad I was like, look, as soon as we as soon as we get this thing falling, we need to just run because you don't know what's going to happen. So my brother, that's the priest, was cutting it down, and he cut it, and we were pulling on it with the rope. We're like, hey, we got it, and it starts falling right where we thought it was going to fall. And being the idiot that I was, I just like stood there and watched it fall instead of running like I told myself that we should have done. Well, my dad ran. <laughs> he had a little more sense than I did. Well, and I'm he just would, standing there. He would have been a lot more injured. Well, he said that the thing, as it fell, it fell and it pivoted. Um, It went, he said, I felt it go right by me or something. I was like, well, I felt it right on me. (laughs) It did not go right by me. Just what we needed was the two of y'all in a hospital during coronavirus time for some stupid injury. Does insurance cover injury. Like I think that was probably, like, I was hurting. Physically, I was hurting. Emotionally, it was way worse. (laughs) It was so much worse on the inside. (laughs) Because I remember I was I was laid up at my parents' house with some ice on several parts of my body, 
And my mom's like, should we call Catherine? I was like, no, 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 no. Absolutely not. Because you know what? I wouldn't have felt bad for you. (laughs) I mean, there would have been no sympathy. There's been a couple of times like that. Yeah. A couple. That'll do it for us. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Keep listening to the podcast. If you guys have any construction stories, I do want to talk construction stories later. We have to compile some because I want to do a whole construction story episode. So if you guys have any construction stories of your own about what you found in your walls or things that you discovered. Like, I want funny stories. I don't Trees want... Trees that fell down when you were cutting them and they hit you. Yeah, I don't want, like, just stories about your construction. They need to be a good story. You need to be a storyteller. Write us a storyteller type email so the email you can send it to is building at gmail.com we're on social media at um on facebook at building Aaronsburg, and then we're also on instagram at building Aaronsburg, which is probably where we put the most amount of information yeah. all right until next week bye y'all bye y'all see you next week you won't see us we won't see you because we're on a podcast <laughs> and we'll talk about 2021 20 <laughs> let's try that again 21 you want me to ask you now or you want me to ask you online on air online ask me online let's go www <laughs> world wide web http colon go. slash slash <laughs>